scanning. Scanning Declan. Manipulate scientific data. Manipulating win rate information. Take over blast control world government. Ordering cards from China. Shut down infrastructure. Ship everything to China. Look at this person. This is the Eternal Weekend Extravaganza Extraordinaire uh, Post-Event post Cast, The Exhaustion Cast, and this is Mossman and Edders and Lil Greg, and Charlie's passed out on the couch behind us. We're coming to you live and doing it to you in your ear holes from the boathouse on the north side of Pittsburgh, the Steel City. 11.20 Eastern Standard Time, Daylight Savings Time. <laughs> and we're just sorting through cards, and Greg's busy putting away all of his shitters. Shitters, wow. <laughs> Greg, how did your day go? It was pretty good. A lot of, a lot of great opponents. That, that event was massive, and the beer prices were great. So pretty much everything lined up nicely. Just got some meatballs. So that was, that build was sick. You just got bald. Just got, we all got bald. <laughs> what was your meatball plan? My meatball plan? Oh, so we had been there previously. We scouted it out already. The, scouted out the day prior, and uh, we got that uh, ball of the month, the BOTM, which was the Thanksgiving meatball. I think it was the best. It's probably the best meatball there because I had tried other meatballs. Oh, you've tried many balls. Oh. But anywho, so it was like a load of meatball and it had like stuffing, uh, what else, cranberry. Corn. Oh, corn, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. gravy, yeah. was turkey balls. They were killer. So I ordered them twice in a row. Ran it back. Ran it back. Excellent. What kind of balls did you get? Uh, I got the grinder balls. <laughs> and it was basically just like a sandwich with a meatball on it. That's about all I have to report on that. All right, so why don't we do a little bit of the uh, uh, event wrap-up. Uh, as we know, Greg was on a shitter list. You did, what, five and four? Yeah. Any pretty, interesting plays? It's pretty bad. Any insane plays? Uh, no, I had some grindy games. Oh, I did. My Round one uh, was pretty interesting. My opponent was on Arabian Zoo, and so I'm playing the Preacher-Diamond Valley uh, combo with main deck uh, control magics instead of source supply shares. So I'm just playing like the four of build. So no, no source supply shares. My only strategy is to take the creatures and beat them down with them or like beat them down with the Sari Angel. And my opponent, <clears throat> after sideboarding, sides in a, a Tranquility. And <laughs> somehow we get to this game state where I take like two of his fatties. I get like his... Uh, Erna, Gin and uh, Serendib Afrit, and I have uh, 
they're both under control magic, and we, we start top decking, and we're both pretty low life totals, and then my opponent rips this Tranquility and totally murders me. It was great. It was like a neck and neck race. That was about the best thing. Well, you got bald. Yeah. I signed his beta Tranquility, though. He asked, he asked for a signature because he was pretty... He was pretty stoked on that. My pick to click on the day probably would have been, I don't know, maybe the last round. I was battling a dude who just so happened to be a fellow Iowan. And he was from about two hours west of where I grew up. And he was on like a robot reanimator plan, black, white, green, I believe. And he was just, uh, you know, discarding dudes via bizarre and or hard casting them off workshops, which is like right up my alley. And I guess he had like a, an all Hallows Eve backup plan, but I never saw that. And I was playing my Grixis stew, and it was just like a knife fight in a phone booth because he was able to value guys out, but I had like, you know, a shitload of shatters and hercules and copy artifacts. So he's valuing dudes out. I'm value copying them, shattering the prime guy. But That's then he amazing. has all of this white removal because yeah. he's got fucking dust to dust. So like no robots can survive. So, uh, again, this is in round nine. And uh, so game one, like, I just drew the nut high right away and smashed him in game one. Game two, we went on for, like, over a half hour, like, 35-plus minutes and just were grinding away. And then Jacob made the announcement of, like, you know, 10 minutes left in the round or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, getting deep into game two. And finally, he, like, just had, like, an overwhelming advantage because he, like... Uh, I can't remember what happened. Like he got a Tetravis and then like a, a three, four trike or something like that. And I was just out of gas. And so I scooped there. We went to game three and uh, went to time, went to rounds. And I finally, finally fucking got to cast uh, Soul Canard, the Swamp King. And then... <laughs> the final boss. Yeah, exactly. The final. It's like I'm in overtime of round nine. And I've had Swamp King just laughing at me all day. Like never relevant or just like never have the mana right and then i finally get him out in overtime on round nine pass a turn dude regrowth swords and immediately shreds the swamp king oh man so that that was kind of a feel bad but so we ended at uh turns 25 to 20 again nobody could get any damage through uh then we went to orb flips and it was all right but and i got there but yeah yeah, that was a lot of fun. I mean, other than that, like, I had a lot of grinding games. I went to time three or four times. Mm. Um, got smashed by a black discard. I think the same dude that smashed Greg. Oh, yeah. He and, got me. <laughs> that uh, had a bunch of, like, non-games with strip mine. And, you know, I don't know. I, I had the, the, the plan going with the Suchis uh, for value, you know, going with the four Suchi build and the copy artifacts. And I was able to just kind of play carefully with my... Um, uh, with my factories or get a tome out, you know, and, and try to protect the neck from yeah. the mana burn. And for the most part, I did pretty well. I had one dude in round two, the guy that won the Chaos Orb off of Jason Schwartz's um, raffle. His name was Travis something or another. And he fucking detonated my Suchi, and I took eight to the Cabeza. Jeez. And that's a play that will tickle Carter's funny bone because I did that to him one time. So it was a, it was a pretty righteous comeuppance. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of grindy games overall playing the Grixis mid-range build. But How, what, what was going on? That the, a couple, like maybe around six or seven, I saw you, you and your opponent put new playmats on top of your board state. What was, what was going on there? 
Yeah, so we start playing, and it's it's one of those games where you sit down with someone, and you're both kind of, you have the same ticks and the same mannerisms, and you're just kind of on the same wavelength, you know? So we're, like, already tuned to the same key of, like, drop B or whatever, and we just start, like, jamming back and forth. Down-tuned? Down-tuned to drop B. So I'm on Naya, like usual. He's on, like, Jess Guy, Aggro. He's got just, like, interactive shit creatures. And, um... He, I'm at 22 somehow, and he's down to like five or ten, and then he casts a Shahrazad. I'm like, oh man, it's on, and he pulls out a playmat. He's like, would you like an extra playmat? I'm like, I would love an extra playmat. So we put these on top of our playmats, just cover the board state, shuffle up the deck, go into game two. Ended up casting another Shahrazad in that game, and then we went to game three, and then at that point we're asking our neighbors for extra playmats to go on top, so we're, 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 th- we're three layers deep into the Gibson, to this inception, <laughs> and I, my experience with Shahrazad has been like miserable prison decks, but the fact that this was like a really interactive one was just so much fun, because like the stakes were real, so eventually, you know... I saw he was bolting you and side-blasting you. Like, he was like a like a Jess guy burn deck. Yeah. With Shahrazad. Exactly. So, yeah, we, we ended up only playing, finishing the first game that round, but we played five games within that one game, and it was probably the most fun magic I've played. We it, there, there was one, I think it was like this, the second shell, Shahrazad, he, he, we each had three cards left in our libraries, and he had a uh, ancestral recall in hand, and he wanted to kill me with it, but he couldn't. So I exaxied him, and then he couldn't exaxi me. It was it was great. So you went to flips or what? Uh, no, so I won that round one zero. <laughs> <laughs> so his plan backfired. Yeah. So that match was fantastic, and then my round nine was really good. I played against uh, Beast of the Bay, Aaron. He was on a Rasputin, Dreamweaver, Ruck Egg, Reanimator, Triskelion deck. And those were a tremendous amount of fun, too, with Sacrifice. So he would sacrifice, he would get, oh, get Rasputin into in play. Yeah. Fill your mana pool with seven mana, then sacrifice Rasputin for another seven, and then fireball you. Yeah. That was great. Those That's games were, yeah, that was so much fun. Round three, I battled a dude on uh, a mono green build that uh, was very similar to the one Lord Meatball uses. He didn't have the master of the hunt, but he had the actual uh, Timberwolf, you know, the one one green bander dudes. Oh yeah. And so it was funny, like he played a banding guy, and I'm like, oh, I know what to do here. Both the banding guy, right, to shut down his combat tricks for later. And so I was able to get there. But it was pretty grindy, man. Those green weenies are tough. But, like, we just got to a board state where he would have, like, three or four dudes but mine with trolls. Yep. I had, like, two, you know, two, like, uh, two sets trolls and a Suchi. And he had, like, a pixie that could infinitely block the Suchi. But mm-hmm. then my trolls just started, like, whittling him down. Yeah, there's no way for green to answer that. I mean, no. you just you hope to block, get a creature big enough to block them maybe. But yeah. So we got there on that one. Do you have giant growths too? He did, yeah. He he would giant growth to stop a bolt or something yeah. like that a couple times. Avoid fate or whatever. I didn't see an, I did see avoid fate one time against Jared Doucette, one of the New England dudes, um, where I went to blue blast his A Tug, he avoid faded, and then the next turn I recalled that blue blast and balled him with it. But uh, he ended up fucking beating me. I had lethal this we went to game three, I had lethal on the board, passed the turn. Then he like fucking dialed it in, hacked the Gibson, 
played like a fucking regrowth. Maybe a fucking DT was in there. A time walk was in there. And then I ended up getting nuked by a fucking Berserk A-Tug. Like an 1819 A-Tug. <laughs> I'm like, I, I have the game won. I, I just need like pass the turn back so I can get the W. Oops, whoops, I got fucking nuked. So, oh well. Did you see either of those guys? Uh, there are two guys playing uh, mono green full alpha builds with those old school cardboard duck boxes. They were thrashed. No, what was this? <clears throat> was this like alpha 40 side games or was this actually No, 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 no. They brought the deck unsleeved <laughs> and were playing. They were shuffling. They were just abusing these decks and they did not give a fuck. Uh-huh. It was great. I thought that was the most uh, amusing thing I saw all day. They were for sure in the, the loser bracket, but like they were they were winning in my heart. Excellent. Yeah, that's med style points. I just yeah, every time you shuffle, just the value decreases. <laughs> I mean, even just basics, right? I mean, alpha full, full alpha, full alpha decks. That's awesome. Speaking of style, how about the venue? Yeah, I think we've cracked the code. Like VFW halls, elk lodges, that's the place to do these things. They're liberal with the alcohol. They're scummy and trashy. In a good way. In a good way. In a, in a classy dive bar way. Yeah. They're uh, accepting of the vagabonds like us. Yeah, and the stinky weirdos. That men's yeah. room, though, did not stand a hope in hell. They never do. No. There is not a facility on the planet that can withstand the force of a group of magic nerds. It could have been much worse. There were four total vessels to urinate in, so I was appreciative of that. Oh, I hacked the Gibson and dipped into the women's room a couple of times. (laughs) You just got to knock and announce, and that's all good. Oh, uh, you don't. Well, you don't, but I did. But, uh, yeah, no, the the event was great. Um, Jaco did it, and Jaco and company did a tremendous job organizing it Mullen and Bob for his helpers and yeah they ran it so well yeah they kept it right pretty much right on schedule I mean it it was just brilliant so many little things like lining up checking in as you walk in so instead of doing some weird post walking in the building like as you walk in you they checked your name off and then you were there and accounted for there's no egregiously overtimed rounds everything moved Mm -hmm. really fast PA helps a lot PA was key get everybody's attention when you need to uh, the food was great. There's popcorn for a dollar, pretzel for two dollars, chicken slab for three fifty. It was um, nice to have food on site. That way we didn't we didn't have to take a break. Yeah, and slow things down because yeah. there were nine rounds. It, it was it was pretty intense today. It was uh, all day extravaganza. I was we, starving by the end though because like I just had some of those rancid ass fried mushrooms. And, yeah, that's why I had too. That's not even cause, food because we, we ate them out of chicken. They had twenty five pounds of chicken and we ate all of it. So there was the spread eagle grocery store or the, <laughs> the screaming, spread eagle grocery store the screaming eagle or whatever it's <laughs> called and which just to paint the picture this is a hard luck grocery store there are some tough tough humans working there and frequenting there but uh yeah i don't and it was like a block away i don't That's know why they story, just they yeah. should have just and they were cash rich right from everybody buying beer all day mm-hmm. at a cash bar they should have gone down to the eagle bought like infinite tysons and then just marked them up you know three four x yeah and then made there's probably more. some code against that you like can't go to the grocery that store place and is just not buy chicken code. and then does that place look like they follow any codes code of the just a minimal amount code of honor code of honor um you want to 
talk about any like just weekend shit or maybe the convention? Yeah, Eternal Weekend itself. I don't uh, know, we'll probably do like a part two cast with, or maybe not. Nah. Maybe, probably not. But, probably not. <laughs> um, I don't, did you get anything cool at the con? Signatures or altars or anything? Um, yeah, I got uh, some signatures from Mark Poole and Mark Tadine. Those are great. I, I was a good boy this week and I didn't spend that much on cards. I just filled out a few play sets and that's it. So I spent less than $100. That's good. What about, what about you, you, little Greg? Uh, I got a couple new cards. Uh, I trade for <laughs> any good as, as, as he stares down <laughs> to $100 Japanese back to basics. Yeah, I got a, yeah, but did you get any good cards? That's the question. I got a couple Japanese cards. They're good, yeah. They'll good. beat your ass. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I got a bunch of, uh, a shitload of signatures, uh, a bunch of Venner stuff, Tadine, Poole, uh, some Nicola Leonard stuff. I didn't know she was going to be there. I was really upset. I would have brought my Caracas. And I had, I commissioned two altars from Tadine. He's doing a Lord of the Pit on my Unlimited Tome, full color, and a full color Jizam on my Unlimited Soul Ring, but he didn't get to him. So he just messaged me earlier tonight and said he'll send him to me in like a couple weeks or something like that. So looking forward to that. He was a busy dude though this weekend. So I've got those altars on the way. And then like in terms of like buying cards, I was like kind of pricing some shitters around, but um, didn't really see... I don't know. I didn't see a whole lot that yeah. I wanted to buy. I bought some middle school stuff. Mullen and I uh, did some grinding in a bulk box. And, like, we probably spent, I probably spent, like, an hour going through this bulk. And Mullen probably spent a couple hours going through it. And, like, we just picked the meat off the bones. And, like, we went back the next day, and we picked it so dry that they reduced the, the remainder, like, 25% off because we just harvested, it's like... just the dregs. Like, we got in there early on Thursday and just harvested the crops. Uh, my pick-to-click there was a $10 beta jade statue that was mixed in there. So Oops. I took that dude home with me. Um, and then just some middle school shit. I've been working on a slivers build and, and got some other shit for some potential brews. Uh, that's about it in terms of the con. Did, you guys played Legacy, right? Oh yeah. And did, you, did you drop, Greg? Did, didn't you like X three drop immediately? Or no, no, no. I played all the rounds. I oh, went gotcha. six and three, which is fine. But uh, the only, <laughs> the only uh, matches I lost to were the ones I test against, which were the Edders builds, the Crixus control, and the Death and Taxes builds. <laughs> so, so how, the weak night hyperbolic time chamber did no good. Just I think it really force you to play against death and taxes for nothing. It, it, it made me overconfident, I think probably, uh, and it would it made yeah. it actually worse. Well, so. just to give you the Muggles contribution to the legacy talk, I was watching these two jabronis test vintage the night before, uh, test legacy the night before the legacy champs and. I was kind of observing what was happening, and it was extremely derpy. And I just thought, this looks like shitty vintage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you I guys mean, enjoyed so whatever. Yeah, it, it it was it was pretty brutal. So yeah, Greg was. It's like but, slightly more fair vintage, right? Like there's a lot of non-games in vintage where there are many more actual games in Legacy, which is why I appreciate the format. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. Anything else you want to chat about? We could talk about the the middle school hacking that we did this weekend. Yeah, it's been great. Middle school has been a pleasure. I'm pretty stoked about it. We probably played what you and I five. Like I'm on slivers, Edder's on fires. We probably played what like a hundred matches almost. 
yeah, each one just back and forth, just two minutes. Okay, you win. All right, three minutes. All right. Yeah, they are. Oh, very, wow, that was a six minute one. Whoa. They're very fast. Yeah. Um, so, middle school, for those that don't know, is fourth edition through Scourge. Scourge. Well, uh, yeah, Scourge. Yeah, that's the last one. I always get those three mixed up Onslaught, Legion, Scourge. And then, Banless is pretty, pretty light, just like the stupid stuff like Memory Jar and I don't know. All the broken stuff that's no fun to play against. Yeah, tutors and shit. But I love the format because those were the cards that I played when I first really got into the game, and they're just there's there's no home for them. I mean, they're awkwardly in the middle, and this format lets you explore them again. In my case, I think Stronghold was the last set that I played in my youth slash prime. Or you know, original era magic yeah. playing before I got back in at Mirrodin. So right after your quote unquote school. prime, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, my one of my many primes, uh, but the it's so it's cool to play that slivers build or you know just other see other cards from that era, mm-hmm. uh, and then plus now I get to learn about you know that five year or so window of cards that I just skipped over. Yeah. So like there was a time. Uh, like last night we were playing and I, I can't remember the name of the, that fucking enchantment but I'm just like sapling burst I'm like what the fuck does this fucking card do because <laughs> yeah. you kept balling me with it and I swear like the mechanic kind of changed every time but uh, anyways yeah and it, it's so cool because like slivers when I was growing up I, I knew a kid that had a slivers deck and it was this mythical thing that I could never get or achieve or knew what they were and then to see like to be able to play with them again or play against them and it's just great and to then just watch that. them like gain steam and then. yeah and then what was really cool is watching the petri dish of experimentation as you tuned it over the weekend or these yeah. last four days because like the build you started out with compared to where you wound up you know i, I can't believe you weren't playing with haste sliver at the start now that's like key you well know? Like, i didn't even have haste sliver so again mom and i were going through <laughs> like i i slammed this thing together just to like have something to jam right and yeah then it's like okay there's a kernel of an idea in here and then Mullen and I were just like ripping slivers out of this bulk bin. He's like, throw this one in there. Don't use that one. You know, it's like, right. And we're right. just kind of like, just download. yeah, just making a, like little tweaks here and there based on the limited resources at hand. And it's like haste sliver just, you know, activated that whole fucking deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not able to find a sliver queen at a decent price, but we will get, we'll get the golden gal, you know, shitting out tokens soon. Yeah. We'll put a baby in her butt. <laughs> and she'll shit out a token. <laughs> Um, get boy. some of those OG sliver tokens too. Those yeah. gotta be like some dude, a dude was selling them, but they were like eight bones a piece. I'm yeah. like, dude, I still need real slivers and shit yeah. for this build. I'm not gonna spend on on that. Yeah, for my deck, I just uh, realized that I wanted to play middle school this weekend, so I rush ordered, like overnighted, literally like fifty dollars worth of stuff I for need fires. To add a middle school deck airlifted into exactly. my exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Berlin airdrop this shit because I'm leaving. <laughs> And uh, it's totally worth it. Yeah, and we had probably, what, six or eight dudes over last night at the boathouse here jamming middle school games, and it was pretty fucking sick. Well, just jamming all kinds of games. Uh, there was, I think, vintage mm-hmm. and, um, and of course, old school going on. But Yeah, but you can play Alurin, you can play Oath, you can play Greg's Goblins. Rancid, Rancid Landstill Brew. Oh, you don't like Landstill? Tell us about that's That's six, too. I, you I do nothing and win. I didn't come here with a middle school deck, but I came here with a bunch of cards I own and just put a deck together. And turns out it beat everyone else's. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, six story, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, because Standstill, the most interactive, fun card that inspires healthy play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you literally do nothing and then win. Uh, yeah, Greg tilted me off pretty bad last night. I just went to bed. I was like, <laughs> fuck that card. I just went to bed. <laughs> Took a Tylenol PM, put the earplugs in, and... <laughs> Done. So here's a, here's a card that I ripped out of the bulk bin, uh, and it's one that I remember from way back in the day. Final, oh, yeah. Final Fortune, Red Red Instant, take another turn after this one. You lose the game at the end of that turn. I used to play a card in my EDH deck back when I was a filthy casual. That card was great. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta bust this dude. Figure out a way to get her in there. Isocon Scepter. Oh, it doesn't work. It's an instant. And Isocon Scepter's an And you game. also still lose. And you still lose. And you still Not lose. yet Platinum Angel. I was a filthy casual too once. <laughs> Getting into the trials. Oh, this card's great. Yeah. And the art on this from Mirage. Two dudes just like in locked in combat. One of them's gonna get it. This is me and oh, Greg. This man. is like Greg right before I'm ready to slit his throat with this <laughs> giant sword. Skim tarts the gut. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think my next middle school deck's mono black. I want like Flesh Reavers, Carnophage, Negator, Corrupt if I can hack it, Cabal Coffers. Dark Ritual's banned, but that's probably for the best. Mm -hmm. I gotta do something reanimator. On the reanimator build, get some big fats with haste and shit swinging. Yeah. What What's what's the graveyard hate? There's like Ground Seal. Uh, you still have Tormod's Crypt too. Tormod's Crypt, yeah. That's because important. that's from Chronicles. Chronicles, okay. I mean, and there's probably infinite cards that I don't know about, but... Is there? What, was there Graveyard Hate back in those days? Or did no one pay attention to there it? There are some really bad options. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like Ooze or Surgical. There's like a dude stuff. like Ooze, I think. It was a black card. Oh, you, you don't, uh, Withered Wretch. You don't get any that's in there. bonus. That like, yeah, you don't get plus some plus one counters like Ooze. Well, anyways, we'll have to get Mullen or one of the slightly more middle school knowledgeable yeah. guys on to kind of really do a proper hype. This is like the little, this is like the baby, the baby tier twenty nine level discussion right here. Yeah, we're in the thirty sixth chamber. <laughs> Anything else, or should we uh, shut it down? We've got a seven and a half hour drive tomorrow from the Steel City to the Windy City, and it's supposed to rain probably the whole way. And Greg's got to drive, so he needs his beauty sleep. Let's call it then. Let's wrap her up. Boom.
deal with. Now, bitch, I'm wondering where.